When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's always the right time to dress to impress. This season, step out in style with Indochino. They make high-quality custom-fitted suits, shirts, and casual wear, all at a surprisingly affordable price. Each Indochino piece is made to your unique measurements and specifications. Suits start from just $4.29. Dress to impress this season with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code IMPRESS at Indochino.com. That's Indochino.com, promo code IMPRESS. Welcome to the Blue Room Weekly. Uh, and, well, I don't know where we're going to quite go with this. We've just had a chat, me and Peter McFarlane earlier. Um, Hopefully, to, to ease your minds and ease your thoughts, going to Goodison Park tonight, what is probably the biggest game at Goodison Park for, for many, many years. We'll discuss that in a second, I think. Um, Pete, first of all, no old barred this. I think um, we were just explaining before we came on. Obviously, you, you've got a dog. I've got three dogs sitting downstairs. And normally, like to try and keep what we do on the Blue Room professional, I try and go find a quiet place or to make sure the dogs are out the house and all that. But I was sort of thinking, we want this to be quite feral tonight at Goodison, don't we? And whatever, <laughs> whatever happens beforehand. So I've left my windows open. The dogs are no doubt going to bark everywhere. We've got a couple of cats as well up here. They'll probably start meowing. And there'll no doubt be something going on outside. Someone's got the mowing the garden and all that stuff. So I actually don't mind that. Um, but how, how are you feeling initially? I mean, and I've put this out on, on our Twitter. Um, if anyone wants to give us their thoughts and opinions and stuff like that, we haven't had too many because everybody's that, probably that nervous. How are you feeling straight away? And I know both of us, well, we got up at probably a similar time, like five, six o'clock this morning, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I think that's been my routine all week, to be honest with you, Dave. I, I haven't slept a wink um, since Sunday. Um, I'm feeling... You know, when you talk about butterflies in your stomach, I feel like I've got a herd of elephants in mine, um, in my chest. It's, you know, it, it is such a nerve wracking uh, time to be, to be an Evertonian. Um, but having said that, I'm, I'm confident. I'm still confident that we can, that we can get over the line. I think the players are showing enough heart over the, over the past couple of months. Probably something which I, I wasn't sure if these players were capable of it, but the last couple of months they've, they've shown 
um, but they can fight when they need to. And and um, certainly tonight, fight is what we have to do. Um, I think it's it is the biggest game. As much as we'd we'd want to be fighting for trophies and, and going for league titles, the the reality is is that this is the biggest game, and um, we we've had a Goodison for a long, long time, um, because of just how much it means to this football club to stay in the Premier League. And it's really sad to feel that it's you know when I, when you go back in in seasons gone by and when we've actually looked half decent and stuff like that, which obviously sadly have been very rare. But if you if you were given the scenario that Everton would be having one of the most important games in in decades. Um, well, a lot of people have their own opinion on that, but it certainly feels that way to me. You'd actually think that, or hope, obviously, that it was for something decent, that it was to get a Champions League position if it was in, and you know, a cup final or something like that. That was saying that this is so important for Everton, but the fact that when it was sitting here talking about a game that effectively, you know, I hate to say it, but on Monday. We could be getting that. We could be talking on this once again about Everton being in the championship. Um, that mm. that's the magnitude of what goes on at, at Goodison tonight. And um, the the thing that that worries me more than anything, and I'll get to some people's comments in a second. But if you think to that Brentford game the other day, the way in which it materialised, the way in which you know we go one nil up and then we went two one up. Barring the refereeing decisions, because I know that's all that a lot of people, a lot of us have spoken about at length, given our poll and some of the things we've seen at Goodison, not only in that game, but throughout the season. Um, have us, you know, haven't helped our cause whatsoever, haven't been fair. And that's why Everton is still in this position to many people. That'll be why we're in this position. Um, it was it was hard to be one of those games, I think, Pete, where you look at it and think that Lampard and the players didn't do themselves justice because the sad thing about this was they didn't get the chance to do themselves justice and still very nearly got the results that you probably deserve. We have, you know, Brantway didn't go off the pitch and um, we were yeah. given a stonewall penalty and stuff like that. Look, I've, 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 I've thrown myself into the ground talking about this now when I said they wouldn't. Um, but <laughs> that, that game itself... It makes me it makes me really scared of tonight, and it makes me really scared of what happens in the next few days and and where we're going to be. Um, because I don't know about you generally in life, but I always sense things that are meant to be and aren't meant to be, and you know, inevitabilities and stuff like that. And the way in which that game came to pass, losing that match against Brentford, I mean, given the the magnitude of tonight, thinking of that game, you could can you imagine how how on the floor all of the players, the squad, the staff were. And obviously us as fans, when we finish now, obviously we've all got to get back up for this. And the players yeah. certainly have to as well, more importantly. For that to happen Absolutely. the way it did, it couldn't have been worse the way in which Everton were beaten in that manner, could it? I, well, I think I think one one thing in terms, you know, psychologically for the players is the fact that we went down to 10 men. Yeah. We, we we can we can use that as as a, you know as a springboard to sort of to, to deflect away from the actual results itself in terms of psychologically for the players because I I genuinely do believe I think we were you know the, the, at the at the time when the sending off happened we were flying I felt like I felt like we were all over Brentford and we were obviously a goal up the crowd were absolutely bouncing I think without that sending off we win that game easily and I think that's the that's the mentality the players have got to have they've got they've got to um, cling on to the fact that 
without that sending off, which, by the way, should never have happened in a million years because there was a clear pull on Richarlison in the build-up to it. Um, you know, w- without that happening, the players have got to believe that they would have gone on to win. Um, and certainly they're going to be scared. I, I mean, I'm terrified. Um, but but sometimes, you know, it, it's how you deal with with fear. At the end of the day, fear can be a great motivator. Fear can be, the, you know, you've got to be realistic. You've got to take into account what could happen. Um, and you've got to accept the fact that something, you know, terrible could happen. Um, and then you've got to do everything in your power to stop it from happening. So I think the, the players have got to be realistic about it. They've got to understand what this means for this football club, what this means for this for this fan base, what this means for the community, what this means for, you know, on a human level, for people's jobs. The players have to take that responsibility and take it on the shoulders and they need to step up tonight. Um, and I certainly think over the past couple of months we've seen a number of players who really have stepped up and taken on that responsibility. And some of the players are players I probably wouldn't have thought were capable of it. Um, you know, I, I think I've been quite critical of, for example, Alex Awobi in the past. Mm-hmm. I th- That lad, for the last two months for, in an Everton shirt, has given absolutely everything that he's had. And I think he's almost, you know, th- th- there's a there's a point where the penny dropped with Alex Awobi. And I saw mm-hmm. him give an interview where he said he, he mislaid a pass against Newcastle. Um, and the fans didn't get on his back. He said they applauded the pass that I was trying to make. And he said, and that spared him on. And then he said, and then he realised that the more he ran, the more the fans got behind him. And it was like, as I say, it was a penny, the penny dropped for him. He suddenly realised that these, you know, us Evertonians, if we see you giving everything you've got, we'll back you. We'll back you from the first minute till the last. And those players all need to understand that. And all Severtonians need to need to show that support tonight. We need to we need to get behind them from every from the first minute till the last in the warm-up, even. We need to get behind them. We need to drag them over the line. Um, we need to get on the backs of the Crystal Palace players. We need to make it horrible for them. Horrible. I want it to be the the, the most horrible atmosphere in Goodison for that for, for that away team tonight. Um and we as I say. Realistically, it's it's we've we've got to keep that fear of what could happen in the back of our minds. We've got to remember what this is about, and we've got to keep fighting. It's interesting you say that, um, and I completely agree with that point because I've made the mistake myself. Even this morning, when I went on, well, I went on Twitter last night and saw the the notes from the program that they put out on the club Twitter, and I started mm. getting really, really angry about some of the things that were on there and the, the fact that Van der Maeder was, was one of the guest things that they put oh. on there. I mean, I thought, I thought it was hilarious. They've, um, they've made me laugh in, in recent years when they've done these big interviews with former players, but they haven't done it with the best of the former players, if you get what I mean. So like yeah. Nicholas Alexanderson and um, I don't know who else, others on the list as well. And, and you're like, why 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 do you think any fans have cared about that? And the thing, <coughs> excuse me, the thing that I'm, I'm I'm getting at with that is, I think there's been a lot of tone deafness at that side of things with the club this year. In fact, um, given from the Benitez start of the season all all the way up to some yeah. of the things that we we've seen them talk about, and I and I look. I get how difficult that must be for the club's media. I work in the media. You know what it's all about and what you've done yourself as well. That, you know, if you if you work for somebody, you have to take their direction. Now, when, when I read that and it had um, CEO comments um, and when I read that this morning, it, it really, 
boiled my blood reading that you know we need to get back to where the way we were um ahead of Chelsea and ahead of um Brentford those games we need to be like that and I was like I'm not sure we is the word from somebody from the board saying that there's a we between them and us because for many fans that's been a huge reason the way we've got so low these days um now when when I look at that I'm, I'm thinking is is that is that almost something that they've done on purpose to get everyone angry? Um, you know, you, you you mentioned it yourself. Fear can be a real motivator itself. That that what I read, and I think many others agree because given the reaction that I got to saying it, I, I like that. They're like, you know, this this is very much the material that we need to you know take another step towards support and given everything we absolutely need to tonight against Crystal Palace, um, and and. It, it was just, I just thought it was really strange in, in a juxtaposition in the middle of everything that's going on. You've got Andy Phantom made it telling them why he, he regrets what, what he did when he came to Everton. And I think since then, I remember he did his own YouTube, didn't he? He was like, someone said he used to, he, he become like the, the Dutch version of Peter Andre or something. Um, <laughs> and when he was, when he was with us, um, obviously it didn't go well at all, apart from the cross he put in for Dan Gosling to score against Liverpool. Other than that, it was an absolute mess, wasn't it, really, when he was here? For him to then yeah. go away and start joking about whatever, nah, and whoever, nah, and then to use him on the programme of a game. I mean, oh, I don't know about that, to be honest, mate. I'm going down a bit of a rabbit hole here, but if you, you think, you think how the club have thought about how do we say the right words to fans in a programme. Uh, sometimes yeah. I just look at it and think, you just don't need to say anything at all, really. I think that'd be best just to leave us <laughs> to it, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, we, we had it after the Leicester game, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm by no means anyone who, you know, I don't like singling people out, but, but Bill Kenwright came out after the Leicester game and and started talking about, you know, about the fans and how we'd all come together. And again, it was like this wee thing. And instantly I thought, what are you doing? Well, yeah. Just, just, sort of, just, just stay quiet. The fans have got this. Yeah, but but again, it's like this. It, it, it's it's the whole idea of almost like how do we put it of ownership of what the fans are doing. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like it's just a case of right. You you have messed up by appointing Benitez at the start of this season. Let us sort it out now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, leave us to it. Leave us fans to it. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna sort this. And it's great that the club have obviously, you know, worked with with some of the fan groups to to organise. We're speaking to Casey Carter. Spot on. Um, Casey's Casey's been absolutely fantastic. Oh, every single person, and it was great that you, they got to go the soon and got to meet Frank Lampard and all that sort of thing. Do you know? Oh, yeah. The irony, yeah, of absolutely that, deserve it. Yeah, but the irony to that is. <laughs> It, it all feels. I hope. I'm, I hope this is not true. But it. I. It feels like. I really hope this isn't too little, too late. The way in which the club have embraced people who've so, done exa- all that fantastic work. The likes of yourself have done. The likes of Kate Carter's done. Everyone, the hands tour group have done. So yeah. many thousands of people have put everything they've got into trying to save this football club from relegation. You know, the, the, they're embracing. And, and being embraced by the club itself feels like it's been far too long in coming. Um, Absolutely. And, and I just hope it doesn't it doesn't come round to pass that this has happened too late. Because, you know, on one hand, yeah, we all speak vocally, Katie speaks vocally, and, and, and everybody associated with the group that got to go and have a, a, um, a little walk around the ground and, and meet Frank and all that sort of thing. 
they get that, and that's fantastic. But we've they have and and everyone has been banging the drum about the problems with the football club. Then it's a mixed message to then let them inside to do that. Why not actually get the actual image and picture that we're all talking about here about the football club and the problem there's been, like you said about Bill Ken right there. I'm I'm no fan of Bill, Bill Ken right whatsoever. Absolutely not. I think he, he's he's been an issue and a problem at the football club for a very long time. But I also think, again, in typical Everton fashion, the guy who come in and spent half a billion quid is actually one big part of the problem now as well. So, you know, there are so many different directions, and, and this is probably a bigger conversation for when the season finishes, which wherever it goes, um, about, you know, who you point the blame it in, because I think there's so many different ways you can. Um, and and then you, you put that to one side for a second and then look at tonight. Now, obviously, the likes of Katie, everybody else that you mentioned is such a big part of what happens tonight and how we yeah. are able to all get together and, and try and push this team on. But I also feel as well that it's it's really, really sad that it's come to the point where the influence the fans have. Look, it's an age-old argument, isn't it, in football? Do the fans matter as, as much as people think? Do they matter at all? Why, you know, and, and, and the evidence is plainly there that, you know, most football clubs win more home games because they're at home and the fans are cheering them on. That's 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 an old adage that's been the tap my football ever since it started, isn't it? Um, yeah. it? It's the away games that piss you off. It's the away games that's cost us a lot this season. That proves it. But I, I, I really hope that, I don't want to talk about too far into the future, that this is something that the club sees and recognises finally as something that should be dealt with hand in hand rather than you're fighting so much of an obstacle or obstacle to get in and do this at the club. And tonight, if Everton win tonight, if Everton stay up, I go as far as saying there's a huge, huge part of the reason why they have because of the fans, because of the people we've just been talking about. Absolutely, and I think I think one of the things you've got to, like, I always feel like Everton are quite reluctant to to take criticism or to address it. I think I think they'd always it always this is just from the outside looking in. Um, it, it, it is it does make a refreshing change that they have welcomed the likes of Katie and and Hans Tors who who are just passionate Evertonians. And at the end of the day, not everyone's going to agree on 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 the way on the way that the direction. We all the argue what play. team we want out there. We all we all argue yeah. about who you want, what system you want Frank Lampard to play. That's just the way natural football fans are, isn't it? Yeah, and that's it. And I just think it it, it did make a a refreshing change that that the you know the, the the likes of Katie and and Hans Tours and 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 everyone else and the fan even the fan you know some of the members of the fans forum as well. I think they've been great because yeah. I think certainly at certain points of the season. Um, there were probably, you know, some questions over what the fans forum were there for and things. But again, they've stepped up. You know, the members of the fans forum um, have actually stepped up. I think it's Siobhan. Um, I met her a couple of a couple of games ago, um, and again, she was as passionate an Evertonian as you're likely to meet. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's it, it it's so imperative that whatever happens, we need to get the season season over with. And whatever happens, we really need to take on board what these fans are saying. It's not just people, you know, you know, shouting shouting out in the streets saying the world is, you know, the, the end is nigh. These are passionate Evertonians. Now, whether whether people on the board agree with them or not, 
let them have a voice. Let them let them say what they've got to say. And mm-hmm. do you know what? I might say something that I don't agree with from our fans, but they've got the right to say it. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if it's an opinion, as long as it's not you know insulting someone individually or or, or saying anything too, too over the line, people have got a right to to say how they how they want their football club to be run. Um, and at the end of the day, it's our life. It's not a job. It's not it's not something that we we sort of choose to do. Yeah. Everton's our life. Um, people, it's it's all I've been able to think about. You know, probably since January, I don't think I don't think I've slept properly. I literally yeah. I don't think I've slept properly since January because I've just been worried sick. Um, and hopefully, if if things go right tonight, I could sleep well tonight. Um, if they don't, I'll be awake till Monday. <laughs> yeah, and and that's for many people. Given given the task we'd have if we didn't stay up via, you know, if we're not in what is it about nine ten hours time, and we're not sitting here talking about Everton still being in the Premier League next season, then. For a lot of fans, that's going to be it because we go away to Arsenal. Um, we've still got an outside chance of getting in the Champions League, and you know traditionally we've got an awful record there. Um, so it, it literally is. You you can't emphasise it more that it is all about tonight. This um, and 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 every and everyone needs to get behind it in the way that we've seen things happen. Um, it it's it's really interesting what you you were speaking about there, Pete. With um, you know the way certain fans making different things you know we, we know there's different podcasts out there than the blue room and um, there's different fans with different opinions absolutely right and the thing that i've always tried to keep with this um ever, ever since I, I started this and made it what well, within our 10th year going into our 11th year now was it should be inclusive it should always be people are completely entitled to have their opinion up to the point like you've just said quite rightly that it's not something that you can't really say or that isn't as as fair or as bad to say. Um, look, anybody can have their opinion on anything. I've always said that about anybody that comes on the Blue Room. Um, and that to us as a fan base, I think that is, if there's ever going to be one positive to come from this, it is so many fans, so many groups, so many different people that haven't really either bothered with each other or ignored each other have actually come together for this and what you're going to see tonight happen before the game kicks off around, around Goodison Park. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing. It's, it's not something that's been organized by the club. It's something that the, that the fans, <laughs> it's great to see Evertonians all singing from the same hymn sheet, literally yeah. in the stands, um, you know, but, but when, when all of the fans have come together and like you say, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm allowed to mention them on, on, on the blue room, but the, the, the lads from the Bullens view, yeah. Um, they've been doing, you know, these Twitter live spaces, which I think, you know, has been a great, a great thing for Evertonians. Very therapeutic, to be honest. Um, I know that Be- Benjamin, uh, Win Stanley, um, he's he's um, he's a passionate Evertonian. Again, he's, he, you know, you might you don't have to agree with everything he says, but obviously he, he bleeds blue. Um, and I know that him and him and the other lads on there. Um, oh, you goes far as if you, you don't. It's actually. <laughs> It's more entertaining somebody who works in the media. It's more entertaining if people disagree and have a, de- a decent debate. It's when oh, it goes, it, when it, it's when it goes in, into the pale when people start arguing and some of the things you see people throwing each other. That's what the issue is. We're absolutely right, and, and I applaud. Yeah. I applaud those lads for everything they've done um, and in the yeah. events that they've had as well. I've, I've been lucky enough to go along to one fantastic group of lads. Um, it were all really, really nice. There's no 
as far as I'm concerned, there's no us and them when it comes yeah. to well, for the, the something that's so insignificant to life as a podcast. There is no us and them. They're always welcome. The door's always open for anyone who wants to come on this. Anytime I've had an argument with an Evertonian on Twitter, I've said, come on, if you want, mate, give me your phone number. I'll send you a link to a Zoom and we'll have a chat. It's, yeah. it's that 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 should be, in my opinion, how we should do things where we move forward as a fan base. Absolutely, and I, th- and I think again, it's it's something. If if anything, this season's given us it's given us an opportunity for for, for people to come together. You know, we, we're one of the only clubs who haven't had, you know, a, a moment of of, um, of of joy for the past you know twenty twenty seven years. You know, we've we've gone that long without actually having a, a you know a, a single moment where we can all come together as one and sort of celebrate. Um, unfortunately, this season. It's it's the opposite where we've actually had to come together because of adversity. Um, yeah, but at the same time, it's ironic we, in many it, ways, isn't it? That it's taken. It that. is. It is, but again, it's it's the it's the foundation now, isn't it? it it's how you build on that now, and yeah. and you know what you what you don't want to happen is if we can if we can get through this season and stay in the Premier League, if we can if we can carry that over into next season and all remain committed and 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 together as a fan group. Surely that can that that will help to spare us on to bigger and better things than than fighting it out towards the bottom of the league. Um, like you say, you can see the uh, the impact that the fans can have on these players. Um, I think certainly, and that goes both ways. If if there's negativity in the stands, that can that can yeah. um, translate to the players as well and have an effect on the players. But when Goodison is bouncing and all the fans come together, I mean, look at the scenes outside Goodison for the past few games. You know, welcoming the coach and everything. I was right in the middle of it. That's why my voice is a bit wrecked. <laughs> it's still wrecked from it, from breathing in blue smoke. Um, I looked like a smurf by the time I went into the ground. But it was just incredible scenes. And it was it was people of all ages. Um, you know, it was it, it was just incredible to see. It was um and and again, it's it, we're looking to have that same atmosphere tonight. Um, and I'm sure thousands of Etonians will be lying in the streets. Um, but I just I just hope that we can keep keep this together, as I say, going into next season and use that positive energy to push them onto something greater. I think that's spot on, mate. It's uh, it, it's hard to even say anything different than what you just have there about the way in which the, the, the football club hopefully is going. We we just need the lads in, in 11 shirts to be able to pull that off tonight. And then, you know, hopefully it's a lot more positive sort of thing we can start talking about. In in the summer and in the in the new season, um, but you're absolutely right. It's it, it, it's petrifying what's going on. Um, just before we finish, because um, we're going to run out of time in terms of uh, the uh, the podcast that we've got going at the minute. But a uh, couple of comments that we've had. Everyone needs to be calm. Uh, this is snub Noah's Uzi uh, on on Twitter. He knows he, he knows who he is anyway. <laughs> calm. We all need to be calm. It's not Crystal Palace that could beat Everton. It's Everton that could beat Everton. I think that's an excellent point. Spot on. Spot on. The, the amount of times when us and again going back to the fan base chat, um, which we've spoken of well, pretty much ninety nine percent of this conversation. Um, if we don't look down, we're going to win tonight. Uh, then we've got yeah. Athers, Athers, who's a good lad. Um, plays football with us, or did do anyway. This game doesn't feel right. The Leicester and Watford games felt like being rescued from the waters of the sinking of the Titanic, only to be picked up by the Belgrano. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we've had our chance. Desperately hope I'm wrong. Up those beautiful toffee bastards. 
Um, <laughs> what else have we had? Um, that's about it. We haven't had too many people come in. Oh, also, yeah. Um, Tom OZFC has said he's shitting himself. Never been this nervous, but I reckon it's going to be a draw. We're going to have to rely on Villa beating. Um, they're playing. Who are they playing tonight? Burnley. Oh, playing Burnley, aren't they? Burnley tonight, yeah. And uh, Brentford on Sunday, they've got Leeds at home, haven't they? Um, I, I know we're finishing now, mate, but I need to get what do you think is going to happen? What do you think? What's your, what's your prediction of what happens? We won't go through the team because the team's all over the place with injuries and yeah. suspensions and all that, isn't it? I mean, ideally, you'd want an uh, you know an early goal and a nice easy three 0 win, but it's <laughs> Everton, and it just isn't going to happen, is it? But um, I, I think it's imperative that we keep our heads. Um, we saw the impact that uh, one rush challenge can do um, on Sunday, so we need to keep our heads, keep it tight. Um, I am I, I'm confident we're going to win tonight, and I don't often say that. I'll be honest; I'm quite a pessimist when it comes to results. Same. I'm confident we're going to win tonight, and I think we're going to get over the line. Um, and I just, I, but but having said that, whatever happens tonight, if we do go a goal down, keep going, keep fighting, and that goes for everyone, everyone yeah. in the crowd. Don't don't let the don't let the let the atmosphere drop, because the first thing those Palace players will be getting told is get that crowd quiet. Don't let them. Keep I mean, going, keep fighting. You know, we I I foolishly thought before that Brentford game that. Brentford should be on the holidays by now because they had a fantastic season to stay mid-table since he got promoted last year. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Palace tonight in, in a similar way, I guess. They can't really qualify for anything. They're in mid-table. But um, regardless of how they feel, how they're approaching this, how Patrick Vieira's approaching this, I think we have to keep in all of our minds that you're going to see the best version of Crystal Palace possible. Um, and yeah. we have to, we have to we have to beat them. Obviously, that's the obvious thing to say. But also, you have to play against them as if this is the biggest game of your life, uh, both mm-hmm. as an Everton fan and as an Everton player, and for Frank Lampard as a Premier League manager. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's it. That's it for today's uh, podcast, the weekly. Obviously, there'll be more. We'll be doing the post match um, podcast as well after the game where we're hopefully able to celebrate and finally put to bed an atrocious season. Um, Matt Jones will be taking care of that and I'll have the team talking all about how this game goes. Let's just hope and pray. Which, whichever whichever way you look at, <laughs> at it religiously or whichever way you look at how this, the way life goes, um, let's just hope Everton do what we know that they can do um, yeah. rather, than, rather than sending us somewhere where you know, God knows what would happen if we do. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to me and Pete. Um, we'll be back, as I say, after the match and also across the weekend as well. And uh, let's hope it doesn't go to Sunday and we can all have a bit of a laugh at what's going to happen down in London. We'll speak to you soon. Dear gas prices, go take a hike. Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. The Toyota Hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style. Not to mention top tech to help keep you connected. Plush premium interiors and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So, now you know who you're talking to. Toyota, the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. With a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, dear gas prices? Do you really think you can stand in our way? Think again. Toyota Hybrids. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2000 through 2021 sales.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.